0: Telltale, Dakota Folk Life and Stories is a collection of narratives describing the shared personal experiences and lore of life on the North Dakota plains. From stories of blizzards, to the man who climbed to the top of a windmill to play his accordion, to the fate of Poker Jim, they originate from, and are shaped by, interviews with senior citizens many of whom are in elder care facilities. In the city of Enderlin, North Dakota, residents at the Maryhill Manor recall the tragedy of polio and the part that citizens and small community churches played in helping those in need. There was no disease that fostered fear in North Dakotans in the first half of the 20th century as much as polio did. Thousands of children and adults were crippled by polio. Dennis contracted polio when he was 14 years old. He woke up one night with...
1: Terrific pain in my back and legs and so on, and of course we had a doctor by the name of Dr. Batchelor in Enderlin here, (laughs) and you gave gave him a call, and you didn't care what time of day or night he was there. And he came and he looked at me and he told his folks we're gonna load him up and take him to Fargo. He knew what was going on. Huh. Next day they done a final tap and then they determined that it was polio.
0: He was transported to Fargo and taken to Saint John's Hospital.
1: There was so many of us that one West in old Saint John's hospital was all polio patients bottom floor on the west end, they called it One West. There had to be 30, 35 of us in there. And they had two young nurses that had just got out of nurse's school and (laughs) that was their first job. And they would go around. The only thing they knew what to do then, they had an old washing machine that had a ringer on it, and they put a heating unit inside of it, and they heated the water up and put these wool rags in there and wrapped our legs in that. And then we had one physiotherapist that worked with us. There was one little boy, he was 4 years old, that had it. Oh, my. And then it went up to, I think, Some of the fellows were in their late 20s already. Oh, there were people in just about any walk of life that got polio. It's a very devastating uh, disease.
0: Nearly everyone remembered a friend or a relative who suffered from the effects of polio.
1: Well, at first you couldn't stand up or anything. You had no use of your legs at all. Yeah, and I think it's a pain like my uncle was. He got, it affected his
2: back quite a bit.
1: Yeah, there was different versions of it.
2: Yeah, when he was about 12, 13 years old, he and his brother both had it. His back had an S on his spine. (laughs) I had a brother that had um, polio, and he ended up in Minneapolis at Gillette Hospital. He went in September and he came home in spring and he couldn't walk. He got out of the hospital and he came home, but he couldn't really do anything. Most of the time he sat in a chair. And if he wanted to go someplace, he got on his hands and knees and crawled.
0: This was a time before widespread health insurance. Friends and neighbors helped each other in times of need.
2: The family had to take care of it. And of course, we didn't have very much money. We just ended up taking care of the boy. It wasn't only individuals. It was many people. Helping with the bills was a lot because that cost money. And I think they were always satisfied with with what they got because they got a
0: lot. The cost of treatment could be devastating.
1: At the time, we had a. Dad just had a small farm, too, and there was no insurance at that time. That's where the March of Dimes originated, and in five months, the hospital bill was $5,000, and the March of Dimes paid that. I'm sure Dad would have lost the farm.
0: The March of Dimes, founded by President Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1938, contributed millions of dollars to research. And in 1954, a vaccine was ready for testing. Approximately 1,700 grade school children in North Dakota, called polio pioneers, were given the test vaccine. The effectiveness of the vaccine was responsible for a 90% drop in polio cases. By 1964, new cases were nearly non-existent. Produced in partnership with Mary Hill Manor in Enderlin, North Dakota and Dakota Legacy. This project is supported in part by a grant from the North Dakota Council on the Arts, which receives funding from the North Dakota State Legislature and the National Endowment for the Arts.